Welcome to where the weird ones are. Every time I speak, I want the truth to come out. Powerful figures in Hollywood and as well as powerful politicians, or in fact not human, either reptiles or their lizards or perhaps extraterrestrials. Go ahead and run. Run home and cry to mama. Let's get weird. What's up, you fucking weirdos? Welcome to the first ever story time segment. My name is Kevin. But you probably already knew that, and if you didn't, well, now you do. So today is a uh, Weirdos Only preview of this storytime segment that I am putting on Patreon. So if you're interested in checking out these episodes, uh, go over onto the Patreon Weirdos Only. Uh, it's literally only five bucks a month. Um, and the more people that I get in there, the I could probably drop drop the pricing down. It's always going to be one tier. I'm not going to make a bunch of fucking tiers for extra shit and bullshit. Everybody's going to get the same shit um, for $5 a month. Um, pretty inexpensive. I think, um, you know, I struggled with the, with the fact of even, even doing a Patreon cause I don't want to, you know, charge people money to listen to me talk, but it would help out a lot. So that's why I am pushing it now. Um, again, if you, if you don't want to, you know, you don't have to, so it's literally your choice. So, but I, I greatly appreciate that you listen to the show regardless. Um, it means the fucking world to me and I don't know if I can express that enough. Um, so I, I mean, it would mean absolutely everything to me if you, uh, were a Patreon member, but it's still, it, is I, the sentiment is still there for just being here for the regular show. <clears throat> now that being said, uh, like, follow, share, subscribe. I would greatly that helps the show grow. Uh, leave a rating and review for the show. Um, and you know, I I I would read the. I'm gonna read the reviews. The more reviews I get, you know, especially you know, I think Apple's really the only one that that does reviews Spotify. Maybe, you know, I don't pay attention enough. I don't even look at my numbers. I don't look at the analytics. I don't know the fucking, the ins and outs of what's going on with my podcast. I just love doing this and I put it out there, you know, whatever comes, comes, you know? Um, and I'm so happy that you guys are here to, uh, share this, share this fucking weird ass ride with me. Um, so, but if you're looking for merch, uh, you know, where the weird ones are podcast.com, the store is in there. The blog is in there. Blase, blase, blase. Um, but 
again, this is a, a preview for the story time segment that is on the Patreon. So I hope you guys enjoy uh, what you hear here. And, um, you know, it's intriguing enough for you to want to go listen to the whole thing. Um, and hopefully it, you know, you'll look forward to more story time segments. Now, also Conspiracy Tuesdays are going to be on Patreon as well. Um, but also give you previews of that here as well. Um, so yeah, you know, uh, big things are coming, big things are coming. I got a new, uh, new hot sauce flavor. So, um, yeah. Why don't I just, you know, shut the fuck up and let you guys listen to this fucking preview. How about that? All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Okay. Bye. sky was dark. The stars glistened across it like a bunch of little diamonds sprinkled into it. A little bit chilly as it was October in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. October 2008 to be exact. Gilles, who was feeling extremely lonely and heartbroken after the separation from his now ex-wife, he decides to sit down in front of his computer with a beer after work one night. And as he's surfing the web, he gets an ad for a dating website. So he decides, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to make a profile. I'm going to see what's out there. I'm going to get crazy. I'm going to get buck wild. I'm going to do something. Maybe. I don't know. Because we'll find out. See what's out there. Uh, now this website is called Plenty of Fish. Uh, Gilles... I mean, he didn't know what to expect. He hadn't been on the dating scene in, for quite some time. But, you know, he gets out there and he's, you know, browsing profiles, looking at pictures, uh, reading reading the profiles and seeing what, you know, what, what's out there. All these women are in his area. So he's he's just not uh, committing to, to messaging any of them just yet. Um, when he gets a notification from a young blonde woman, with a beautiful smile named Sheena. Now, Gilles and Sheena would talk for the rest of the night. They would talk the next day, and they would talk the next day after that when Gilles decides to ask her out. And she agrees. But she needs him to pick she needs him to pick her up. And Gilles like, of course. Like, I, I totally I can totally do that. And she tells him that she can't give him her address as she has roommates and she doesn't want them disturbed. She doesn't want them, you know, having strangers show up at their door. So she wants him to go to a garage to the back of 
door of this garage into a backyard to the back door of the house where she would be waiting for him. Uh, Jill thought it was kind of fucking weird, but he's like, you know what, fuck it. Let's do it. I, you know, you know, this day and age, you know, you can never, you can never be too careful. And she's just probably trying to be careful. So they make arrangements for the date and Jill shows up and it's a two car garage. And one of them is half open, probably about waist height. So, you know, trying to be inconspicuous, uh, Gilles just kind of like, he looks up and down the street, looking around. He doesn't want to, you know, bring attention to him going inside this garage. He doesn't want to look like, you know, a, a robber or anything like that. So he lo he looks up and down, and then he ducks inside the, of the garage. And there's enough light uh, pouring through that opening space from the street lights uh, to you know so for him to see to the to the door and he can only like make out shapes he can't like see exactly what's inside this garage but as he's walking he feels and hears you know this the plastic on his feet and he just kind of stops he pauses and he looks around and he notices everything is covered in plastic sheeting and he's just like huh that's kind of fucking weird but he doesn't really give it much of a of that any more thought than that, you know what I mean? And he just continues walking to the back door. And as he grabs that doorknob, he feels this sharp, excruciating pain on the his shoulder and neck. And he whips around, throws his hand in the air to try and like knock whatever is touching him away from him. And he's just like, what the fuck? And he turns and he sees this large man, like six foot two or so, wearing a hockey mask painted black and gold, staring at him with a taser baton in his hand. And before he can react to, to what he's seeing, the taser baton is in his gut. And he's being, not electrocuted, but he's getting these electric currents bolting through his body. And he, try, he pushes uh, the attacker away, when uh and you know trying to fight this guy off when the guy pulls out a gun and aims it right at him so Gilles gets on his knees uh the guy puts duct tape over his eyes and his mouth and forces him on his stomach and then Jill hears what sounds like you know the clanging of handcuffs like he's about to get handcuffed and Gilles like fuck I think I'm going to die. Um this, this these are these are going to be this is my last moment. This guy he's not here to rob me. This guy is definitely going to kill me and I haven't told anybody where I am, where I'm going, what I'm doing. Nobody's going to be looking for me. Does Gilles survive this? Grab your popcorn and cozy up in your blanket fort because this motherfucker's is story time. <laughs>